0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings. Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation, initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's H-B-I-D-O-J-O dot com. In this clip, Eric discusses the difference between the Chest Intelligence Center and the Heart Chakra Point. Then dive into the technique called Feels Like. Discover how to interpret and understand energy frequencies and data. Enjoy. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP session 16.
2: The chest intelligence center. Could you tell us what the difference is between the chest intelligence center and the heart chakra? I think some people understand it and some people don't, and we want to kind of build a background before we get into the, the want questions. It
0: a, give it a little bit of a shot.
2: Um, so, to me, the chest intelligence center is definitely something different than your chakra point, but it, it's it's almost like a, an area that has like brain cells that live in your chest and. In a sense, can think, but it doesn't necessarily think the, the way your brain thinks. It, it processes information in a different way and can handle, uh, you know, energy and dimensional information. It's not necessarily going through your pineal gland, your sixth sense.
0: That's all good, but let's let's back let's back up. Okay, the heart chakra, just like any of the other chakras, is a focal nerval point. So it's it's a nervous system that has pathways like railroad, crisscross tracks, okay. And when we apply any sensation to it, it's stimulating that nervous system, and it's it's changing in a way like holding the antennas to to rabbit ears, okay. When that occurs, it creates a kind of frequency or energy or a personality, if you will, of that affects us, okay. And each one can be different. It enhances per se. So. When we're on the heart chakra, when we think in heart chakra versus chest intelligence, to me they're 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 kind of two very different things. Like I know my beating heart is there, but I don't think that my beating heart is necessarily the chakra. They just happen to be all in a similar vicinity. Okay. So when I think about my heart chakra, I think about the positive energy, the the positive flow of my magnetism increasing. It affects my overall presence and all of these these positive things. That in itself is not necessarily the the chest intelligence. The chest intelligence, which just happens to be in the same area, Okay, I also think broader. So sometimes I, I think there's a diagram we have somewhere as a maybe unknown man or something that shows these kind of different layers. And it's, it's kind of a way that I would say, and I don't know if that's, if I'm, uh, you know, everybody checks everything I say, so I gotta be very thorough. okay? You guys are getting to be very detail oriented. So the, the idea is to say that you have in this location, maybe the size of a half dollar or, or thereabouts your, your chest center. But the circumference of, uh, uh, well, I mean heart chakra, the circumference of the chest center is probably, can be as as much as a small plate, you know, for a dinner plate or something, a small one, is about what I say. And it has the potential to expand gently, but not too much more so, okay? So they occupy the same region, okay? So one is an intelligence like your brain, and the other one is more like a, a, a... Well, I, I would say that like you have your, your mouth to breathe and to eat food and to nourish your body, then I would say that your chakra point in a sense does that for your dimensional body, okay? But it also is, your mouth is also capable of communication. So it's it's from the same region. It just does different things. One is breathing in oxygen. The other one is, is, is eating food. The other one's vocalizing, whatever you want to call it. So they, they're occupying the same place. So... So in essence, yes, the heart chakra is here, but so is the the chest intelligence. They're very different things to me. When you feel something in your chest intelligence like when I do the basics like if I say do you pay attention feel this this cup you know assimilate it you know do whatever you're gonna do to it and feel it you feel your lip your touch every everything kind of moving on it but you're really feeling it in your chest if you think about it it's not happening somewhere else it's happening down here not in your fingers not in your 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 lip maybe for a tenth of a second but largely down here so It's an intelligence. It is a duality between the two being in the same region, but they they actually do two completely different things.
2: So now that we have a definition for the chest intelligence, could you explain feels like to us? Give us a general explanation it feels like, and then we'll get into the like the specific questions that we have. Well,
0: this is like a trick question for me because I've done so many, so many classes. I don't want to, to mess up anything that I've said and make the old me look stupider than the new well, me. Do
2: life. you want me to start and I'll tell you
0: what. Safe bet. I'm I'm a you know, I'm a cautious man.
2: <laughs> so to me, feels like is now utilizing the intelligence center that we just talked about. And, it, and it's like checking in with it. And so it kind of almost works two ways is that you can come across something interesting or something can happen and you can check in your chest center and you could feel it and, and what effect it has on you like pressure or tingling or the, it almost like frequency is how you describe it. I agree with that. But then also there's the emoting part of it, which is sometimes you create feelings in your chest center, which is a way that you might affect like the environment around you or imbue an object even is, is uh, the other let way that me, let me try to
0: give a different kind of an example that people can relate to feels like is like a simulating they're both going to happen in in the same region once again okay and if if you've done the upgrades you'll you'll know what i'm talking about about this this multitasking kind of thing is very alien to us but it's it's really not if you think about it so when you you when you when assimilate something, you're feeling it, and you feel it in your chest area, okay? When you do it feels like, you're also feeling it, okay? But let me try to explain it different. Imagine reaching out to a, a white, fuzzy, super soft, super fuzzy, big blanket, okay? Made out of llama's fur or something like that, and you're touching it, and you're feeling it. You can assimilate it at the same time, yes, but it's also giving you a feeling or an emotion, okay that you're simulating it's comforting you it's relaxing you so you're getting content in your in your chest your brain is telling you in your hand what you're feeling but it's also invoking a sense of feeling okay so when we say feels like it's almost layered upon the the simulation feeling okay simulation to me is more about feeling the organicness of the cup and feeling the structure But the the emotional impact, the the feeling. So if you go into a house that has negative energy, you feel the feels like of the environment. Very different than to say you're feeling the structure of the walls and the texture in your chest. So they're they're kind of in the same region once again. But now we're getting much more advanced. So you guys are understanding that there's different layers to it. Okay, so feels like is is a very broad statement of almost scanning. It's just another variation of scanning on a on a much more finite or more broader level. It's still data. There's 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 an intelligence in an environment and it either has good intentions, bad intentions, uh, malevolent intentions and different intentions. And you feel that that's in your feels like that's in your presence. But it starts off here and it's a knowing. Okay. But at the same token, if you scan for it, you feel a sense of direction coming from somewhere. You know where it is, but if you pay attention, it's coming from here and maybe up in your throat area. Okay, that's a third. It's still coming from this region. The, the fourth would be if you if you were to see something, you could assimilate it to identify it better so in other words you feel a presence you're trying to define that presence so you're searching for it so there's an entity in there you can feel that there's an entity in there because it's static wave it's 30 feet of consciousness that i always talk about is touching your 30 so 60 feet somewhere between you 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 two are within range okay so you're scanning now Within your, your overall field, your sonar pinged it. Now you're trying to use something more technical to locate it. And once you locate it, you want to identify the make and model. And that's you're scanning and then you're simulating. Simulating is giving you the biggest amount of data once you've locked in
1: on it.
2: That was a, a really good distinction that you hadn't made before between the organicness of the assimilation and then the emotion that it creates in you. That was that was really good. Thank you. Yeah.
0: So, you know, understanding that just makes you more more gifted, more capable, you know? Because you you understand what you're doing, you can almost isolate the the what you want to do and how you want to do it. But interestingly enough, if you look at human senses, if we hear something, that's the overall sound. It's a spectrum. So we're trying to locate the area. Once we got a range of that, the next thing we're doing is we're trying to make eye contact, okay? Once we've made eye contact, that means we can engage in a physical contact in whatever it is that's seri- if we so desire. If you really think about it, it's very similar also. But ask yourself the region where all that data just came from that you collected in your vessel. It all came from up here before you, you engage with the actual physical touch. But most of it came here. But it also was extended out because you acquired it from a distance or brought it into you or captured that information. So it's, it's just a matter of how you want to you wanna, uh, perceive that. At the same token, if you want to say we live in a simulated reality and everything's digital, then the awareness of everything is accessible. It's already known. It's already out there. So it's just a matter of you making yourself make attention to it. This goes into scanning. If you are scanning for something, how do you know if something's out there or not? But your accuracy is based on you filtering the trust level in you, okay? But it's out there already. It's it's like everything is is like transparent and you can move through everything to get to the source of what you're looking for. Sometimes when when they when when there was studies done for remote viewing, one of the things that they discovered was people could they could make it so simple and so basic, just longitude and latitude to get information as to what was there, you know, an impression, maybe not super accurate, but an impression. How is it that just from, a, from that information could you go? Instead of saying in Paris, in such and such town, and such and such place, go to this room. They kept just, just making it simpler and simpler. This goes back to the same thing I always say about doing psychic work and, and reading for predictions or reading information of a person. The more you know, the less the higher quality of your accuracy. The less you know about somebody, the greater amount the accuracy because you, you don't really have anything to formulate some imaginary concept on so you 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 go on you're, you're scanning at that moment you're scanning in time you're scanning reality you're scanning what you're really doing is you're accessing a database you're accessing a database without you really knowing it and you're, you're trying to pull the information that you're looking for without any specific really thing it's it's like to say on a computer you would put on there maybe a word uh, you know like in the old day with DOS you might put in there you know um Ford, Chevy or something, then you would put an asterisk, which means a very broad scope, you know what I'm saying, versus just looking for a specific thing. And so when you had a broad one, you'd search through it and you keep narrowing it down, but it was that asterisk that said, I'm not sure what I'm looking for, but I, I know it's a Ford, I know it's a certain year, maybe show me some options. And then very quickly, you start narrowing down those options and start asterisking those things until you're, you're that. But you're really saying to yourself, like I said before, what are you looking for? You're looking for trauma. You're looking for something disturbing. You're looking for a peak in their life that something happened. When that peak's going to come is, is days, weeks, and months that rotate. In mind. And then, boop, oh, there's a car accident. Boop, there's a a pregnancy. Boop, there's years getting married. And boop, there's the divorce later. So, you know, it's, it's the mundane stuff you, you, you as a person aren't looking for. So that's scanning. That's a, that's a kind of scanning that you're internalizing. It's all happening in your chest center. Okay. And you're sorting that information. You're doing the same thing when you enter a haunted house, you're doing the same thing when you meet somebody for the first time, when you're trying to judge them. You're doing the same thing when, when you go into to a house just to feel the vibe. If it's, you know, if it's a good house, but you're doing an overall scan of assumptions that without even asking you already know that you're looking for is it a danger to me is is it what's in it for me yada yada these are all things we do naturally and those are the things that you're really we're scanning for to see what it what you feel and then because it then goes to a feels like once you do your scan it isolates where where the most important things are and now you're feeling what that is and then you move over to the next levels
1: Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe, but there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two-hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques, practice and connect with the Higher Balance community, and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. To access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash Eric Pepin live.